Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Welcome to Connection Show. Hello. I'm very enthusiastic about this episode with Brian and Nicole. And we have a super special guest here yeah. for the second week. Welcome, Barry Tubbs. Thank you. Last week was awesome. Some wonderful, wonderful testimonies. And we're looking forward to jumping right in here. Our whole objective is to connect with you so you can connect with God. And I would encourage you, go back, listen to Brother Barry's testimony and interview last week. It was very enlightening. You can do that anytime on ConnectionShow.org. So let's jump in. Amen. Well, first of all, you have to be one of our favorite people. We kind of love you. Wow. <laughs> That's true. Yes. We, you have been a blessing to us in many ways, and sometimes you haven't even known about it, but yeah. we just were inspired by you. A lot of times in ministries, when I'm checking out ministries, I don't look at the main minister That's as right. much as I watch the people that serve them. How are their interactions? Mm-hmm. Are they in excellence? Are they in love? And we've watched you do that for many years now. And not only that, but when we needed something, uh, you've been right there. And uh, we just really appreciate you and we love you. And uh, God has really moved through you mm-hmm. probably in ways that you don't know. So thank you. Uh, for your service to yes. our King, you know, not just to Brother Copeland, right. uh, but to King Jesus, and uh, we Amen. really appreciate that Amen. very much. So, well, thank you. Amen. God is good. So, yeah. um, we last week we talked about the fact that you have been with KCM with Kenneth Copeland Ministries and serving Brother Copeland now for 35 years. Right. And uh, where we kind of ended was just the love of that ministry. Mm-hmm. I know that I. I said, you know, I really wasn't a fan of KCM based off of what uh, I had believed about some things other people had said. And But then the Lord told me to go, and I knew I had to be obedient to that. And I found that in uh, KCM was one of the most loving and yes. the most uh, excellent ministries that I'd ever seen. And it just, it flows and operates in that way. Mm-hmm. This this really sold it to me. Uh, it had many things, but one of the things early on that sold it was I would watch the ushers in a meeting, and I would see them love on people. And these are not paid staff. These no, are volunteers. That's right. And I knew that for that love and that excellence to be, you know, at that level, it had to be super strong at the top and that had to pass down otherwise there's no way that it would be at that level if it didn't just really the love really overflow at the head of the ministry and um, that blessed me that that really blessed me i watched them uh just have that servant heart and i knew that that started you know really up up at the top of that ministry and i remember uh, reading in the Footsteps of a Prophet by Brother Jerry Savelle, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best books ministry-wise. It really spoke to me, but he talked about the excellence and the love and laid out how he served with Brother Copeland over the years and what he saw. And as I read that, I saw still, because he, re- he wrote that several several years ago, yeah, but years ago. I saw the same thing still going on today. Yeah. And uh, you were sharing how a lady spit in Brother Copeland's face, and yeah. and uh, just tell the end of that again for anybody who might not have. Well, we were in Australia in a convention that we yeah. were having, and he had called some people up to be prayed for. This woman came up. She was actually 
oh, I'd say in her early 20s, really. Yeah. And uh, you could tell she had some serious issues. And he was ministering to these people one-on-one. Right. And he got to her, and I'm telling you, she was just belligerent. Yeah. You, know, you could tell that the spirit in her was reacting to the spirit in him. Mm-hmm. Right. And really resisting what he had to say. Yes. And she, you know, the sin has a seat, has a conception in us, and it's in our emotions. Because mm-hmm. you get angry, that's an emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lust, that's an emotion. That's where sin is conceived. And when you lose control of your emotions, you've lost control. Yes. And that's kind of where she was. And she spit in his face. Now, Brother Copeland is a very particular person <laughs> as far as the way he dresses, yeah. the way he looks, you know, it's part of his discipline. Yes. And uh, you see that happen. And on one hand, you're protective yeah. because of who he is. Mm-hmm. And we respect not just the man, but the anointing and the call right. of God on his life. Right. You know, and, and many, many people misinterpret that, you know, as coddling him, right. you know, right. and that sort of thing. But that's not what it's about. That's yeah. right. It's, it's an effort to protect the anointing and allow him the opportunity to minister without any hindrance. Mm-hmm. Well, so before you tell what he did, yeah. when y'all saw that happen, yeah. did you go, ooh? Absolutely. <laughs> because, you know, Brother Copeland has, is like all of us. He's a man just like you and I. Yeah. He has emotions just like we do, and he has an opportunity to overcome just like we do. Amen. And so when you're in a situation like that, then you see how much discipline you really have in your life. Now, what is going to control here? Is the Spirit of God going to have control? Yes. And it's your choice. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you can choose. That's right. That's how right. you react. Well, it's really not reaction. It's responding. Yes. You either respond or you react. Yes. The reaction would be That's so possibly... Deck this woman, you know. Yes, yes. Okay, but response would be, what would the spirit of God have me do? Yes. That is so good, Mary. And so, this is where you see, and the example is set. You're talking about how we deal with people, how the ushers deal with people. This is where the example is set, because everybody's That's watching right. this. Yes. I mean, yes. The, we have thousands of people here. And they're all seeing this. And then we've got the big screens, mm-hmm. all of that. So, you know, it's up close and personal. These days, you're in HD. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. We weren't in HD at that time. But it was quite obvious what had taken place. Right. Yeah. And so everyone is waiting to see what is going to be next. That I told a story on last week's episode where a lady... She was kind of belligerent. Mm-hmm. And then he started walking toward her with purpose. Yes. And my thoughts were, we're about to see where this man's heart is mm-hmm. truly at. And then he obviously responded well. But 
here's what was very interesting. You could feel the crowd, kind of that mob mentality. Mm. They wanted to string that woman yeah. up. And I, I guarantee in that same thing, there were some people that wanted that woman punished. That's right. Punished. That's right. Yeah. That's Ministers right. wanted that to happen. That's <laughs> and right. I'm just, and people, they want, they want to see sin judged as much as they don't want to be judged. They right. want to see it judged in yeah. other people. Right. That's not Christ. That's no. not, it's not really the what he's about. He's about whatever. I know what you're going to say. So he's about the end result. Yes. He's about how can this woman be set free. Yes. Amen. That's the result that we're looking for. That's not going to happen by one belligerent action being followed by another. That's right. right. No. Yes. Love yes. is going to overcome. Amen. Yes. And so the love of God through Brother Copeland, regardless of the situation, got that woman delivered. Amen. He Glory ministered to, to her, ministered her in love, put his arms around her, <laughs> loved on her, and she melted <laughs> and was set free. Praise God. Walked away from there with peace in her heart instead of turmoil. Yeah. Delivered. Well, that wouldn't have happened if he had reacted, but instead he responded with the love of God. She's free. Or she walks away with a lifetime testimony of somebody that did her wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a word that she can say or feels like she should could say against a minister. Exactly. As well as all, all these yes. other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The wrong reaction. And this is the this is part of leadership. Yeah. You know, everybody looks at Brother Copeland, wow, must be great. Flying around in that airplane, having everybody wait on you hand and foot. Oh, man, must be great. Well, there's more to that story. That's right. (laughs) People say, well, if I could just have what Brother Copeland has. Well, okay. Yeah. You do what Brother Copeland does, and you can have what he has. But are you ready for it? It's only taken him 50 years to get there. (laughs) Right? Right. And he's changed over these 50 years just like everybody else. You know, we're all on that path, uh, going through that process of change. Yes. You know, and if we are being led of the Holy Spirit, we're continually changing. Yes. And doing what He asks us to do. You know, He's always ta- He's always talking to us. Right. The question is, are we listening? Are we tuned in? And then the next step is, are we obedient? That's right. Yes. You know, because that's where the blessing is is in obedience. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And so. We've seen many things like this happen. We, we were in another meeting in Australia, I recall, and he's just past master at this because he's so disciplined, not moved by the circumstances, just like that situation. We had another man approach the platform. You said this was in Australia? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought I wanted to go to Australia. I'm kind of <laughs> saying you should, you should go to Australia. It's Apparently they need people. It's a wonderful country. It's a wonderful country. Uh, but... People inherently know that they have needs. Mm -hmm. They could be deceived. Right. They could even be demonically possessed. You know, the madman of Gadara. He knew he needed help. Right. Because he confronted Jesus. Yeah. Well, why would you do that? You should go the other way. Right. Right. But he confronted Jesus. Jesus got him delivered. Well, that's. 
what attracts me. See, it's the goodness of God right. that pulls people to Him. Yes. Not hanging them over hell's fire and damn. That's right. right. You know, That's right. yeah, fear is a motivator. Yeah. And, and it, it can get a few in, but they're not going to stay. That's right. right. Because it's love that will keep them. Yeah. And it's the goodness of God. It's interesting, isn't it, in the church, Oral Roberts underwent great persecution from the church. Yes. Simply because he said, God is a good God. What a revelation. Yeah. We've received the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not probably not but, Brother Robert's level, but. But, uh, you know, the revelation that God is a good God, He's our Father. Yes. And recognizing Him as that, and that He's not waiting up there to hit us over the head with mm-hmm. something, put cancer on us or anything else, any more than you would want your children to be. That's right. That's uh, right. Struck in that way. Just makes no sense. No. But religion has taught us those things. Religion's a killer. It yes, will it absolutely kill you. That's yeah. right. That's right. Anyway, this guy came up to the platform, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna control this situation, right? So you I, are. Yeah. I, okay. So <laughs> I go over there, you know, and I, I kind of take this guy by the arm. Oh my word! It was like putting your hand on a rock. I oh, mean, boy. this guy was solid. I'm telling you. <laughs> He would have mopped the floor with me if it ever gotten to that point. But praise God for Brother Copeland. Because <laughs> he, you know, he led of the Lord. Yeah. He will stop what he's doing if someone, I mean, we've had people take, come up on the platform before. I mean, belligerent. You would think, about ready to yeah. hit Brother Copeland. I'm telling you, you know. Yeah. And he will just totally diffuse the situation. Mm. With love. Yes. Love will diffuse any situation. That's right. If we will choose to walk in. Yes. Amen. And approach these situations that way rather than with more belligerence Mm -hmm. and violence. I mean, it's what we see going on in our society today. Yeah, that people are responding to each other with the same, you know, hatred and anger and violence. and. And all it does is escalate right. instead of the church standing up and saying, look, you forgive each other. Forget about your rights for a second. Let's think about the rights of Jesus to receive the seed of love that he planted in us. How about let's give him a harvest back? You know, right. uh, if, we, if we give Jesus the harvest back of love, that's where all power actually comes from, not the fake stuff. That's where the real results come in. And but I, we see it all the time, you know, we see, and we have opportunity just like everybody else to get irritated, get upset, you know, stand up for our rights mm-hmm. instead of loving on people and in particular loving on God the way mm-hmm. that he asked us to do. Is, is our lives bought with a price or is it ours? We Well, when we become Christians, we don't consider it ours anymore. No. It's not ours. It's it's his. That's right. He's bought that. And we, we give it to him in all love and all obedience and, and let him strengthen us. And what I found is when we thought we couldn't do that, if we just turn to him and respond in love, not in belligerence, then all of a sudden we turn towards love, towards an action of love. And right there, all of a sudden, the strength and the power of God just 
with right up inside of us and strengthens us and gives us everything that we need to make that happen. Even if we didn't think we could do it two seconds ago, right. we we'll just choose right. it. Yeah. Right. Respond instead of react. Mm. Yeah. Amen. So when you think about it, John 3.16, everybody knows John 3.16 for the most part, at least if you're, you know, if, yes. you, if you've been in Sunday school, you I mean, everybody yeah. knows John 3.16. But yeah. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world. That's right. Not the church. That's right. Not the Christians. The world. Yes. God loved the, the world. world that hated him mm -hmm. and wanted nothing to do with him. Yes. We're spitting in his face, so to speak. Yes. Persecuting those that loved him. Yes. And yet he so loved them that he sent his only begotten son, his only son. Yes. That they might have a choice. That yes. they might have the opportunity to choose life rather than death. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. I think from just this past uh, Christmas in Luke chapter 2. When Jesus comes into the earth, here comes the messenger of God, the angel of God, straight to the shepherds. The very first uh, de declaration from the throne room of, of God is peace on earth, goodwill towards men, men with whom he is pleased. Yeah. Goodwill towards these men who in Romans 5, it tells us that these same men were sinners, they were helpless and they were even enemies of God by God's own voice. That's, the, that's where they were classified, sinners, helpless, enemies. And yet he sends his son because he loves the world. And then he declares, here's what's going to happen out of it. Goodwill is going to happen. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men, men with whom he's pleased. I'm thinking that, that just blows our religious and judgmental minds and, and we start to see a really, really good God who loves us That's like right. that. That's yeah. right. Because, and we can relate to this with our children. Our children don't always do the right thing. They right. all don't always do what we would like for them to do or what we know is best for them. Right. Right. But we don't stop loving them. That's, That's right. right. We That's continue right. to love them no matter what. Yes. No matter how bad they've been, no matter what they have done, we continue to love them. Why? Because they're our children. Yes. We created them. Yes. Same with Amen. God. He created us. He created this world. Yes. Well, of course he loves it. Yes. He created it. Now, he didn't create it the way it is now. Right. And he wants it back. And so that's yes. the very purpose, of course, of Jesus coming into the world. Yes. Is to get it back. To unravel everything that sin and the devil did. Destroy right. the works of the devil That's in First right. John 3. Yes. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Well, tell me this. <clears throat> the capacity that you serve in the ministry now, uh, Some of a couple of things. Some of what you do. Um, what do you do for Kenneth Copeland Ministries? Uh, what do you <laughs> find yourself doing? <laughs> and then... Uh, Maybe some of your favorite story. Maybe what's the funniest thing you ever saw, and uh, and the funniest one you can tell us. And, and yeah. <laughs> they may be different. And then, uh, or maybe the most interesting, something that really sticks out. So yeah. I just that we got about ten minutes left. Well, 
I, my title is associate minister. It's always been associate minister. But throughout the years, I've done a lot of different things right. and had responsibility for just about every department in the ministry at some point in time. Right. And, you know, the interesting thing about the Lord is that he'll ask you to do some things that you really don't want to do. Right. But that he needs done. Yes. And things that you may not be qualified mm -hmm. to do, and yet with him it's possible. Amen. Yes. yes, it is. Because when you reach the limits of your abilities, you can draw on his abilities, That's which are right. unlimited. Yeah. And really it's the spirit in you that is doing it. Yes. Through you. Yes. Because nothing gets done on this earth without people. That's right. Yes, that's right. But we, we we tend to think, well, God is. I mean, this is what's taught: is God is sovereign. He can do anything He wants to do. Not true. That's right. He can only do as much as you're willing to do. Yeah. Right. Because when He speaks to you about doing something, you have a choice. You can either do it or not. Yep. No, He has a plan, and He wants you involved in it. And this is, I think, the reason that so often things are delayed and don't get done as quickly as God would like for them to is because of the number of people he has to go through before he finds somebody that will be obedient yes. and do it. Yes. And so I remember one time uh, I was uh, really wanted to be the international director. I enjoyed travel. I always have. I've traveled my entire working life. Even before right. I was in the ministry, I was traveling. And so uh, I got to know the the, uh, the directors in these various countries and so forth. And the international director had left. And so I, I really felt in my heart, this, this is what I want to do. And so George Pearsons was the uh, executive director at the time. I love Pastor George. Yeah, he's, he's a good heart. He, absolutely. He's a great man of God. Yeah, amen. And uh, he called me in, and, and so uh, he said, uh, I want you to take the uh, computer department. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh, God, this is, this is not... <laughs> what I've been talking to you about. What's it, my plan? Going around the world. I don't know anything about computers. Well, you know, computers and, and technology is an interesting thing. There's a term, garbage in, garbage, garbage out. out. Yeah. And when employees walk through the front door, they don't leave their lives behind. They bring them right in. Right. And if they are having trouble at home, you're having trouble in the ministry. That's right. And so the issues that we had in the computer department were not technology issues. They were people issues. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a manager there that, I mean, he was up one day and down the next. Up. Did you know that that's not the way we're supposed to be? <laughs> huh? Shock huh? and all. No. Really? Yeah. Oh my I mean, goodness. you know, it, that's not what the Bible teaches, you know, because employees who come in and we report them, they never know, can I talk to him today right. or not? Yeah. You know, yeah. because if he's up, oh, great. You know, he's in a good mood. 
Yeah. You can go ahead and talk to him. If he's down, you don't want to talk to him because it's not going to be good. Right. Yeah. Well, that needs to change. Yeah. You know, and so over a period of time, we worked it out. But this is the way God works. He knows where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Better than you know where you need to that's be. That's right. And that's the way he gets things done in the kingdom. It's by moving people around where they need to be. Yes. And serving where he needs them to serve. Yes. Now, you know, I didn't stay there forever, but went in, did what I needed to do. Then somebody else came in yeah. you know, and, and took it over. And so I've had a lot of different opportunities throughout these 35 years to serve in different capacities. Now, um, and all along, I never have lost sight of what I was originally tasked to do, even though I might have had the computer department or security or whatever, I still was looking at developing and improving the communications with the local church and the minister's conference that we do every year. Uh, that was part of it. The pastor's luncheons that we do, that was part of it. So initiating a lot of activities where we could pull the local pastor in. Now, you shared something a few minutes ago that is typical, and that is you were not necessarily impressed with Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Right. Or Kenneth Copeland, as far as that's concerned. Right. Because you had heard something. Yeah, I'd listen more to other people than... And there's a yeah. There is something to learn from that. Yes. Yeah. It's important who you listen to. Yeah. Yes. Hmm? Yes. Just ask a few million people who got to the Jordan. That's right. You're right. And believed the bad report. Right. And died for it. Yes. You listen to the wrong people, you can die. Yeah. yeah. They never crossed into the promised land. They never crossed into what never God had what had God for had for them. Yeah. The best, the promised land, yes. the milk and honey, all of that, missed it all because they believed the bad report. Instead mm-hmm. of the two that came back and said, Hey, we're well able to take this yeah. land, let's go. We see it all the time in the local ministry and local church. We run into people and they're just it's what we were talking about earlier. They're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. And it's constantly because a lot of them are hearing preaching that aren't talking about the good father that yeah. we described before. They don't understand that, like Second Corinthians 2.14, God is always leading me to triumph in Christ and manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Lots of absolutes that are really good stuff there, but they don't understand that this is the God that wants to love on us. Yes. And, and does he, and a lot of times, you know, we've got a couple of minutes left, but here's um, one of the things that the picture that the Lord showed me years ago now is he said, do you think it's crazy that if you pulled up in your driveway and you saw your son standing up on top of the roof, with a cape on saying, look, daddy, I can fly. Do you think it's wrong for a daddy to go, stop, don't move, don't move. Don't, I'm coming right up there with you. Just stay right there. Do not jump yet. Don't move, okay? And if I told him to stop, don't jump off the house because he thought he could fly. Am I doing him a disservice by telling him not to do that? 
And this is where we find the love of God many times trying to get through to us to get us to not do something that's going to cause us great harm. We might not can, just like that kid, we might not can see the harm yet, but a loving father, if we'll learn to trust that, we won't jump off the that's roof. Right. You know, we won't get hurt. And so people look at God as, well, you're taking away my fun. You're not letting me fly. You're not letting me be who I am, who I No, no, no. God's trying to save you from an ultimate destruction and pain, and he wants to save us from that. So um, there's a we see that all the time, that people listen to the wrong voices. Mm. They're listening to the wrong preaching. Experts. Expert, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Expert. Show me somebody who's living it that has the experience and uh, they have the witness, right? They have the testimony of a successful Christian life, which means that they're walking in the fullness of life. They're walking in the overflow. Heaven, you know, heaven has manifested in here. So we have about 30 seconds left. We just want to tell you, listen, right now you can be connected with God. Uh, Brother Barry, we appreciate you being here this yeah, week again. Absolutely. He's going to be with us next week as well. And uh, we're going to go over some more good stuff. Pray this with me right now from your heart. Father, be my Lord. Jesus, you're my Lord. And I believe that you died for me and you rose again in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Have a great day. We love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.